and science class and today we're going to talk about how light works. Light is something that we need in our everyday life, during the day at least, to do, to see, to, well, yeah, that's about it. But how does it work? Well, HowStuffWorks, or science.howstuffworks.com, wrote a very nice blog talking about that. So light is at once both obvious and mysterious. They start wear bathed in yellow warmth every day and stave off the darkness with incandescent and fluorescent bulbs. But what exactly is light? We catch glimpses of its nature when a sunbeam angles through a dust-filled room, when a rainbow appears after a storm, or when a drinking straw in a glass of water looks disjointed. These glimpses, however, only lead to more questions. Does light travel as a wave, a ray, or a string of particles? Is it one color? Is it more? Does it have a frequency? What are some of the common properties of it? You know, absorption, refraction, refraction reflection, all that. You might think scientists know the answers, but light continues to surprise them. Here's an example. We've always taken for granted that light travels faster than anything else in the universe. Then in 1999, Harvard University was able to slow a beam of light down to 38 miles an hour by passing it through a state of matter known as a Bose-Einstein condensate. That's almost 18 million times slower than normal. 18 million, damn. Um, no one would have thought such a feat possible just a few years ago, yet this is a capricious way of light just when you think you have figured it out. It defies your efforts. It also seems to change its nature. Still, we have come a long way in our understanding. Some of the brightest minds, such as Albert Einstein, said, what if we, one were to run after a ray of light? What if one were riding on the beam? If one were to run fast enough, would it no longer move at all? Einstein, though, is getting ahead of the story. To appreciate how light works, there's some historical contents to put in. Um, so, really quick, over the centuries of light, or, or centuries, our view of light has changed. The first theories of light came from the ancient Greeks. Many uh, of these theories sought to describe light as a ray, a straight line moving in one point to another. Pythagoras, known for the theorem of right triangles, proposed that vision resulted from light's rays emerging from a person's eye, striking an object. Epicurus argued the opposite. Objects produce light rays, which then travel to the eye. Other philosophers, like Euclid and Ptolemy, used ray diagrams quite successfully to show how light bounces off a smooth surface and bends as it passes from one transparent medium to another. Arab scholars went a bit further, developing what is now known as geometrical optics, applying geometrical methods to things like lenses, mirrors, and prisms. Ibn al-Haytham, uh, who lived in present-day Iraq, AD, AD uh, 965 to 1039, he identified the optical components of the human eye and correctly described vision as a process involving light rays bouncing from one object to a person's eye. Um, later, we have Dutch mathematician Christian Huygens, who said treatise, in his treatise on light, he described undulatory theory. He says the existence of some invisible medium filling an all-empty space between objects. He speculated that light forms a luminous body causing of light waves and vibrations on its, in its ether. All right, so we have so many different people doing so many different things. 
We then come to Newton, who took a different take, describing light as particles. After all, light travels in a straight line and bounces off a mirror like a ball bouncing off the wall. No one had actually seen particles of light. It's easy to explain why that might be. The particles could be too small, too fast, or just so quick that you can't pinpoint it. Now, as years went on, we knew things such as reflection bouncing off of the source, the, the law of reflection, the angle of incidence equals the angle of reflection, how it bends. We know that scattering occurs, meaning that it flows all the way through, which is kind of how everything works, you know, on an everyday object. Refraction is when the ray of light passes through one, or passes from one transparent medium to another. That's when you get the cool straw looking like it's half and half, excuse me. <coughs> Sorry guys, I didn't want to sneeze on camera. Um, and then of course, things like glasses and telescopes, things that help you enhance it also need light as well. So what do we know? It, the, the story of light continues and goes on, but really what do we, what do we know for sure? We know that there is the, you know, the speed of light. We know that the wavelength, we know that we're seeing it. We know that it bounces. We know that it goes through some things, but what is it? How does it work? Well, that's the thing. There is no specific uh, answer. Um, scientists have different thoughts, um, but really, whether you're Newton, Higgins, Einstein, or whoever, you still got to stop and think how it works. We know that the sun produces most of our light, um, and it continues to shower us with, um, with our light. Uh, which is one reason why we wouldn't want our sun to turn into anything else because we would lose our light and that'd be a big problem. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think? I mean, we could go on and on. I'm not going to today because it is a lot of information. But let me know what you think. If you want to read more, there are a lot of a lot of pages on this in the uh, How Stuff Works website. Thank you guys for watching. I appreciate it. If you haven't yet, go to YouTube and Twitch. Hit that bell. And stay curious. We will be back 